If you are interested in simplifying your life and your business, have you thought about automating things? Welcome to Outside the Box with Elsa. Your host is Elsa Palmer Oden. There are many tools that you can use in business and personal automation, including virtual assistants. It's time to take back your time and management. Now, here's your host, Elsa Palmer Oden. Welcome to Outside the Box. I'm your host, Elsa Palmer Oden. I have a great show planned for you tonight. And if you have any questions that you'd like to ask during the show, feel free to call in to 866-472-5788. Or you can send an email to elsa at elsaoutsidethebox.com. All right. I want to start tonight with happy birthday to NASCAR racers Bill Elliott and Bubba Wallace. Actors Matt Damon, Nick Cannon, and Sigourney Weaver. Now, tonight in history, on October 8th in 1921, 100 years ago, the first football game was broadcasted live on radio. University of Pittsburgh actually beat West Virginia University 21 to 13. In 1922, Lillian Gatlin was the first woman pilot to fly across the United States. In 1982, the musical Cats, my favorite, began its long 18-year run on Broadway. And in 2001, President George Bush established the Office of Homeland Security that we all know well today. So now, I have a special guest tonight who, by the age of 25, had already built up a multi-million dollar portfolio in real estate. He'll be explaining his huge success in real estate and how he's helping others do the same thing. So, Drew, I'm so happy to have you on here tonight for this special episode on real estate investing. Welcome to the show. How are you tonight? I am awesome. How are you, Elsa? Doing great. Excited to hear what you have to tell us. Thank you. I'm excited to be with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I uh, live in Louisville, Kentucky. I was born and raised on a farm in Southern Illinois and uh, grew up around uh, animals, was on a pig farm till I was uh, a little bit before I was a teenager. And uh, then as I uh, grew into my teen years, uh, began doing construction with the family construction business. That's what I grew up doing and uh, did that in entrepreneurial ways, worked in the family construction company until I was uh, right around 20 years old. And uh, so that's kind of my background, my backstory and uh, my what I currently do in real estate, which we'll share a lot more about, is what brought me to uh, across into Indiana from Illinois. And then on over into Kentucky. So we've kept expanding. Staying in the country lands. Yes. So who or what actually influenced you to get into real estate? Awesome question. Uh, So I was 21, actually. I I had encountered some health problems right after my 20th birthday. I was in ICU and I had some major health problems. And um, I remember as I was laying in the hospital, I remember hearing the doctor uh, saying to my parents that we'll have to get him in for a liver transplant if he makes it. And I was like, wow, my goodness, I'm 20 years old. I think I got my life ahead of me. And now I'm, 
sounds like I'm not going to make it. And so I kind of shook my world and uh, got out of a hospital through my big believer in miracles. <laughs> and, uh, and I just, I said, God, if you'll get me out of here alive, I'll help as many people as I can. And uh, through a uh, turn of events, uh, things begin to change. And it wasn't, but uh, uh, several days later that I was actually able to be released from the hospital, yet the uh, challenges I had faced continued to affect my health. And uh, so I began looking for something to do that I could actually keep up with physically other than construction. And uh, so as I kept my eyes open, my ears open, uh, trying to figure out what that would be in February of 2014, I heard a radio ad and it said, you can buy houses with no money or credit. And that sounded great to me because I really didn't have either. <laughs> and so I uh, called the ad, got the free book and CD. And then next thing I knew, I was uh, I was in a live real estate seminar. And it was one uh, uh, that I put to work immediately. And uh, that's that's how I got introduced to the world of real estate. No, no previous experience at all prior to that radio ad. So you never actually had a passion for real estate before this? No, not prior to 21. I uh, I never, frankly, knew that there was a, a, a real estate uh, investment world out there uh, being raised. My city was the city of 400. So I, I, I uh, didn't know a, a lot beyond, beyond our little area. And uh, for me, that was the world of construction. So no, I had never, never given it thought prior to this. Wow. So now you mentioned to me before this call tonight that you had done 50 deals in 52 weeks at the age of 22. Yes. How in the world? Tell us about that one. That's a lot of deals in one year. It is. It is. And uh, so what happened was I heard the radio ad. I went to the real estate seminar. I immediately started wholesaling. So I flipped my first contract, got my three, made about three grand from that. I was like, this is cool. (laughs) And so uh, I continued to uh, do that. And then I started implementing the creative uh, terms strategies, started buying houses by debt takeovers, owner financing, and essentially just calling hundreds of people and asking them if they would take payments for their houses. And uh, so in 2015, I was 22 years old and I was, I wholesaled a a small handful, but most of those 50 deals were um, terms deals, creative finance deals. And so I began to buy them with owner financing, debt takeovers, any way I possibly could. And, uh, begin to then turn around and sell them on lease option to get me some money up front and then get me some cash flow. And that is how I started building and amassing a multi-million dollar portfolio. So today, do you still typically do the creative financing deals or you do some wholesales, flips, rehabs, anything like that as well? Yes. So more on the fix and flips in a little bit. Uh, we still do about one a month. Uh, fix and flips. As far as the wholesales, also uh, average probably one to two a month. And then uh, creative finance, that's that's the other 60 or so percent of our business. What I do today is about 60% creative finance. And I always go for leverage first. So regardless of 
whether it's a $200,000 house someone's asking $200,000 for or asking $80,000 for, I always ask for terms first. And so by asking the right questions up front, about 60% of the deals I get are still creative finance. And of course, now I have a team, I have an acquisitions manager, and I've automated that tremendously. And uh, and I, that's how I train my acquisition uh, manager is to ask the questions up front, always ask for creative finance first. And then we have full range to do whatever we want with it, cash flow it, sell it, flip it. And then if that doesn't work, it goes into the 40%, which end up being some sort of cash transaction, either wholesale or fix and flip. Okay. So you analyze each deal trying to do creative financing first, but then analyze other ways if that doesn't work. That's correct. And the beautiful thing that, you know, my profits on a uh, terms deal versus a wholesale are normally about three times as much. Well, closer to four times, actually, between three and four times as much, because we obviously we get to get money up front, we get to get money every month along the way, then when we eventually sell them, we get to get money at the back end, not to mention your tax less on on uh, property you've owned longer. So there's a whole lot of cool stuff there uh, that is involved with the holding strategy. Plus, while I teach wholesaling, I love wholesaling. And, and for anybody out there who's looking to get their first deal, wholesaling is a great way to get a 10, 20 or 50 or like Kurt, my student success wall is behind me uh, here in my office. Kurt recently got a check on a wholesale deal for $71,699.12. That's not a bad wholesale fee. Yet, I like to build the long-term strategy as well, because regardless of whether you're getting a $7,000 or $70,000 wholesale fee, it's getting paid one time for a deal. And if you break that down per dollars per hour, it's a really good pay rate. Yet I like when somebody does work once and then they get to get paid on that dozens or hundreds of times over the next months or years. Do you turn any of the terms deals into buy and holds? We do. So we hold a substantial amount. So the creative finance deals, uh, the majority of those we actually hold for a period of time. Uh, we commonly, so, you know, obviously when we buy houses, that was one of the big things I wanted to do getting into real estate was help more people. Not only have the financial freedom to give more, which is huge to me, also have the ability to help everyone that we come in contact with to buy a house or sell a house too. And so we get to not only help people by buying their house from them and paying them a, a good price, we also get to help people who can't qualify for a mortgage yet. So most commonly what we do when it comes to selling the house is we sell them on a lease option. And we take somebody who, for whatever reason, can't qualify for a mortgage yet. Maybe they need another year of tax returns. And we actually rent them the property with an option to buy it for a period of time and uh, then you know, give them the opportunity at home ownership. Uh, we do have a few that are just straight rentals as well. And I hold some just as long-term rentals. Uh, I prefer the lease option. I make more money off of those. The people who are in them renting them are, are usually very quality people because they want to eventually own the home anyway. So there's a lot of positives there. But yes, I, I love to hold and cash flow uh, properties for a, a while at least. Well, tell us about the first deal you closed. How did that one go? Oh, my goodness. The first deal. So it was on uh, 
Cook Lane or Road. I remembered as if it were yesterday. I uh, it was in Evansville, Indiana, and I had actually. <laughs> so before I went to that seminar, I had uh, started listening to the audios, and it said to uh, start finding people who had houses for sale. And so one of the ways it said was to call people who had for sale by owners uh, posts up, who had signs out. And then it said I could buy a, a sign at the local hardware store and put it out. And so I went down to the Menards, the local hardware store, and bought a, a white 18 by 24 sign with a black magic marker and started writing on it. I wrote, I buy houses cash and the phone number. And I put it on, uh, looking back, it probably wasn't the best placement. I put it on a dead end street. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I received one call from that sign. And that one call was that house on Cook Lane. And so I went and uh, got it out of contract for $12,000. And uh, a few weeks later, sold it for 15000 So my first payday was $3,000. And uh, that, while... I don't recommend any of the folks who I teach make less than 10,000 on a deal uh, because it takes the same work to make 10 or 30,000 as it does three. That first $3,000 payday made me realize that real estate really works and that this is real. And while that wasn't a, a big payday, it was big to me and it changed my life. What's the smallest you've made on a deal that you've closed? Just to get the deal done. Yes. The smallest profit that I've ever made was that one was three grand uh, that I've ever made on a deal. I always go for a, my minimum in my business today is minimum of 10 grand. If I can't make 10 grand, I won't do the deal. I have an amazing team, amazing staff. And we, there's just so many good deals out there when you're out in the market, finding them and asking the right questions. I don't recommend anybody does a deal for less than 10 grand profit. Okay. Now, investors always have that favorite deal that you did, whether it be a huge profit deal or something was just really outside the box with the whole deal. What is your favorite or craziest deal you've done? Yeah, I will share my probably two favorite deals, if that's okay. The sure. first one being it was a debt takeover. And I loved it because the gentleman would have lost the house if it wasn't for, for me. I was able to help him in that scenario. Uh, he was couldn't afford his payments. And uh, I was literally his answer to prayer. And that made me feel so good about being able to help him. And so I bought the house from him and it needed some work. He, he had ran out of money and wasn't able to complete the work it needed. So I was able to buy it from him by taking over his debt. And I uh, turned around and lease optioned it, actually. And the, the first person didn't work out. She had a, a situation come up in her life and had to, had to move after 13 months of living there. And uh, then somebody else moved in and actually ended up buying it. And uh, so that deal, all said and done, was just under 100000 profit. And it always stuck out to me because it was, it was my dream scenario in all fronts. The person I bought it from, I was the answer to his prayer. He thanked me over and over and over again for 
coming and buying the house from him because he realized that he couldn't afford the payments and that, you know, I really done him a huge favor. And so that was, that was awesome. And, you know, we come in and was able to get the work done to it, finish it. Then the fact that the end buyer, they was a couple who worked jobs. They was great people and they just simply couldn't qualify for a home loan yet due to some past challenges with their credit. And they, they moved in. They were so happy to have this beautiful 3,000 square foot home in this beautiful area when they would have otherwise probably been stuck renting an apartment had it not been for us. And so, and then, you know, to net almost $100,000 from front to back on the deal. Uh, so all three ends were just perfect. The seller loved us, the buyer loved us, and, and the profit was great. So, so when the deal comes together, you know, like you want it to on all fronts, it's just a good feeling. And then my other favorite deal was uh, one that came to us. And while it wasn't maybe the uh, most, it wasn't the best deal we've ever done, the lady called us and she needed to sell very quickly. And unfortunately, she had about the doctor just given her about 90 days to live. Very, very sad situation. And my heart broke for this lady and she named a number she wanted for the house. And while I knew we could have got it cheaper, the number she named was leaving us room for profit. So we just agreed and and quickly closed on it and gave her what she asked for. And she was able to go on her way and spend the, the remaining time with her family like she wanted. And I thought over that many times, we ended up reselling it, making uh, an $18,000 profit. We done well and, and everything worked out on our end, of course, too. And I look back at that and I just, you know, think, what if she wouldn't have found us? What if, what if uh, things would have been different or she would have tried to sell it to somebody who couldn't close it quickly and she would have got drug out for 60 or 70 days trying to get it sold. And so uh, being able to offer that to her and seeing her literally break down and just weeping, thanking us uh, was, again, just a very special moment. And while it's very, very sad time, it was just a uh, true answer to prayer to get to really be a blessing in somebody's life. That is a beautiful story. God works in mysterious ways. He does. So now there's always in real estate, a horror story, a headache deal. <laughs> so have you had a headache or a bad deal that you want to share as a warning to no, others? Well, or just so a my, crazy story or do you, all your deals are well, just perfect? Every single deal is perfect. You believe that? <laughs> No, I'm joking. Uh, give us, it, it's almost <laughs> Halloween. Give us those hard stories. Uh, Come on. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you probably, oh my gosh. So I've done about 400 deals, maybe a little more by now, probably over that. Anyway, in the last few years. And um, gosh, the worst horror story I can think of, I um, went into a new city. And I'll break it down. There was actually four deals that that didn't that went sideways in that transition time. But I got the bright idea. I, I teach people to do creative finance and wholesaling, and I always tell them, do not fix and flip. 
if you don't have previous experience in fixing and flipping. That's the least profitable way for the most work and the easiest way to uh, <laughs> to get in a bad deal. And so uh, I moved into a new city and not moved literally, but the market, when, when the markets started opening up, I started buying in another city and I didn't follow my own advice in that new city. My first four deals were rehabs in that city. And I remember one of them in particular, and uh, it took from uh, start to finish was supposed to be a 90 day project and it took 13 months. And I remember I was told the HVAC permit was pulled and come to find out that the HVAC guy hadn't pulled the permit. So I had to get that resolved. I was told that the electrical permit was pulled. I come to find out that they hadn't pulled the electrical permit. So I had to deal with that. Uh, I was told that all the uh, boards that were replaced were up to code. The inspector come in and made us rip out. This was back before lumber was high, made us rip out $7,000 worth of brand new lumber that the people had put in wrong and, oh. uh, and redo it all. And they had chopped it up so bad. We, we couldn't reuse the lumber. And so uh, being uh, taught, taught me one big lesson when going into a new market, don't get a hundred thousand dollar rehab project for your first deal in that new market before you've got a team built out in that market. So if, uh, if I had a worst horror story to sh share, that would be it. It went tremendously over budget, tremendously over time and cost me almost my sanity. I say that jokingly yet. I made so many trips downtown happened to check on the contractor and find out what they had been dishonest about and, uh, and, and redoing it. And I have a tremendous team. I have an amazing team and they handle all that. And I am not good at rehabs and I'm okay with saying that that's why I have an amazing team who is. And so that's how we do one a month yet for me coming in and being a big part of that made me realize that it's okay not to be good at everything. I'm amazing at buying houses on terms. I'm amazing at wholesaling and I'm amazing at buying fix and flips, but I totally suck at getting a property fixed and flipped and overseeing the project. <laughs> and so I realized that uh, it's okay to admit what you're not good at and it's okay to avoid that. And uh, there's so many creative ways to make money in real estate that you just decide what, if there's something that doesn't fit for you, that doesn't fit in your model, then remove it doesn't hurt. And uh, frankly, if I didn't have an amazing team, I wouldn't even be doing rehabs. I would just be doing terms, creative finance and wholesales. Uh, I built out an amazing team and that's how I can handle the rehabs today. Uh, I don't ever set foot in any of my rehabs. Uh, that's not my forte. That's not what I'm good at. And that's okay. So that would probably be my biggest takeaway. Figure out what you're good at and uh, lean into it to make a lot of money and figure out what you're not and stay away from it. What about also knowing the market that you're working in and what's best in that market? 100%. I would say that's very important. Goes back to having a competent team. I had where it was a newer market that I was being involved in. I had a realtor who was more interested in selling me something than helping me get a, a deal that would make money. He was more interested in the one, one transaction than he was in the and the uh, uh, long-term uh, residual income of me keeping coming back to him. And so he gave me some bad facts and I didn't uh, 
research it enough before I believed him. And so uh, goes back to find those who are good at it, find those who know, who have your best interest in mind. Uh, and that goes back to networking, even if it's virtually in those areas of which you're going to be doing deals in. Perhaps there's a local RIA meeting. Perhaps there's a local Facebook group. Uh, all sorts of different ways to start interacting and connecting to uh, to get a good network in the area or areas of which you're buying or going to buy in. How big of a team would you say somebody should have if you want a really successful real estate business? How big of a team would you really need? That's a good question. And I have three answers for it. And here's why. So my team is substantial, substantially larger than a lot of my friends' teams. And it's because we do a fix and flip every single month. And so in doing that, we have quite a bit of labor that goes into those and we have a good team. I also have friends who are doing close to as many deals as I am who are one man or one woman bands, yet they work nonstop. And so for me, it's that happy medium. Uh, Should I not be doing any renovations at all? I would want an acquisitionist to buy and to sell, and I would want a um, assistant for them, a, a somebody on the front desk to help keep pre-screen calls, take care of things, and do some book work. So really a couple of folks on payroll, three max, uh, to do you know, 40 or 50 deals a year would be, would be a prime successful build out if I was just starting from scratch and doing that. Again, there's all sorts of ways to do it. I love that I have a good team that gets my fixes and flips done. We can thrive in any market this way. And so uh, that, again, you could do 50 deals a year as a one man or one woman band, assuming you have it built out right, because I know people who are doing that. But uh, I am, I'm one for automation and delegation. So however many it takes to remove 90% of the work off my plate, and where I can just make decisions and make sure the business is succeeding. I want to be working on the business, not in it. I want to have an amazing team who's running it. And if you set it up right, every team member makes a lot more to the company than that they cost the company. And so actually it's an investment. So every team member you hire is just simply should be adding to the revenue in the long run anyway. So how do you go about finding those right people to automate your system? That's a good question. <laughs> and it's a tough one. So there is three ways that I've found that good people. Number one is just keeping my eyes and ears open when I'm out at restaurants, when I'm out buying houses, when I'm out at the tire shop, everywhere I am, I'm always looking for team members, potential team members. The second way I've found is... Um, companies that, that that will, that's what they do for a living, staffing agencies. And then uh, the third way I've found, I happen to live close to a military base. And lately, uh, I've been finding success in finding people who are in the military, work at the military base, and maybe are retiring, maybe aren't. But uh, seems to be very good quality folks who are excited to be a part of the team and grow with the team and on the team. So those are the three, three things I would do. Staffing agencies, 
if uh, if there's a you can get involved in a military program uh, where people coming out of the military retiring or things like that. Another good one is college internships. I've not uh, tapped into that myself. And then, of course, just keeping your eyes and ears open. I, I have an interview with somebody on Monday who I met at a restaurant two weeks ago who happened to be my waiter. And now we got an interview to uh, see about hiring that individual. So always be looking. Yeah, you, you never know what might be around whenever you're just out shopping or enjoying dinner. So true. And it comes down, you know, I would rather have a, an employee, a teammate, a member of the team who has a great attitude and maybe is lacking some knowledge than I would have somebody who has the expertise and the abilities and the knowledge and yet an attitude that's horrible because if somebody has a good attitude and they want to learn and they want to grow with the team and on the team and make their life better and make everybody lives around them better, you can train them a whole lot of things. And they, that's the easy part. If, if they're smart, but they got a bad attitude, that's a tough one to work with. So attitude is huge to me. And when somebody is going around with a good attitude and you can tell they have dreams and goals and desires and a big why, whether it's their family or they want to travel or some big why, if they've got something they're working toward and you can tell it and they show it, that's somebody I want to interview for my team. Right. Those are the people that are moldable, trainable. 100%. Moldable talent is key. And motivated. Very much. Yes, absolutely. That was one thing that stuck out to me about this individual. And that's what I look for in all my, my people who are, uh, uh, who I, I'm looking at as potential teammates is wanting to make sure that they are motivated. And if they come in and you, you can just about read somebody by the, by the attitude, which they walk in with. And if their attitude is, I just want something so I can get a check on Friday until I don't have to do it no more probably aren't going to be a fit for my real estate team. But when I have somebody who's excited uh, to come in and share knowledge and grow the team and what can I do boss to make more money and grow more in the team? Uh, that is the attitude I love to see. And I love to see my teammates growing because frankly, my dream is for all my teammates to make a lot of money. And in order to do that, they must have a good attitude, be creative and really be giving. Well, that is awesome. Well, we're going to be taking a break here, so we'll be right back with Andrew after a word from our sponsors. But first, let's take a moment just to recognize our soldiers, law enforcement, first responders, and their families. We'll be right back. Entrepreneurs and business owners need reliable, good assistance without the time-consuming stress that comes with searching for, hiring, and training someone. That's where U.S. Virtual Assistant and REIAssistant.com comes in. Their outstanding U.S.-based virtual assistants are trained, have strong skills, experience, and are reliable. They make it easy to work with a rock star virtual assistant so you can reclaim time to do what you need to do and grow your business. They carefully pair you with an experienced virtual assistant who can take care of pretty much any task that doesn't require their in-person presence from inbound calls to outbound calls to property management and from marketing to websites they have your small business needs covered hiring a virtual assistant is easier than hiring and training an assistant yourself best part it's also cost effective saving you up to 85 percent compared to hiring your own in-house or virtual assistant stop doing everything yourself 
yourself and get your time back by hiring a VA from usvirtualassistant.com. Visit us or call today, 855-2-GET-A-VA. Looking to buy or sell your piece of Southwest Florida paradise? Make your choice a logical one with Logical Choice Realty Group. Sell it faster for more money and less stress. They'll get your home sold and closed. Go to LogicalChoiceRealtyGroup.com and start packing today. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Outside the Box with Elsa. To reach the live show, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to elsa at elsaoutsidethebox.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back. We've got Andrew, our super successful superstar real estate investor with us. So, Andrew, let's talk a little bit about the Profit with Purpose program that you and Marshall Silver developed. Yes. So, as you may have heard me say earlier in the show, when I was in the hospital, I had said, God, I'll help everybody I can uh, if I get out of here alive. And uh, so, I loved doing what I was doing and enjoyed the real estate. I still enjoy the real estate, yet I had been involved over the years in various prison ministries and different other types of, of things where I seen was able to help change people's lives. And uh, long story short, uh, I'd come up with profit with purpose because I, I, I really believe that for anybody who... Uh, profit without purpose is useless. And so I love people helping people see their purpose and their plan to, to get to a new level because that's really what keeps them there. And so uh, Marshall and I developed in the profit with purpose training, a program called 30 days to 30 K. And it's exactly what it sounds. We help people get to their first or next 30 K equity deal in their first 30 days in the program. And it's been a hit. People are loving it and uh, it's changing their lives. So there's several capacities of, of which we, we have uh, been doing it. Number one, the 30 days to 30K program has uh, been changing lives. People are loving it. We're getting rave reviews. Uh, people who've never done a deal before are coming back and uh, you know starting to grow a real estate portfolio and cash flow now. And others who uh, were already doing deals are using the program to uh, making the best use of going ahead and hiring their acquisitions manager and replacing themselves. One of my guys was doing very well in real estate, but he had no life. He was he was just making just putting in crazy hours to get deals done and making good money. And he said, Andrew, I need my life back. And so we've uh, helped him get his acquisitions manager in place and a field agent in place. And now uh, he's in the process of getting all that automated. And so uh, seeing those transitions, whether it be people doing well to do better and uh, automate or whether it be people who's just getting started, uh, it's, it's uh, exciting to see that transition. 
Uh, in fact, covering my wall, if you all could see my uh, home office right now, you would see covering my wall uh, uh, beside me and behind me both is uh, student pictures of checks and testimonials, because that's frankly what gets me up every morning is seeing my students succeed. So what exactly do you do in the Profit with Purpose? I mean, how does the whole thing work? Yes. So what we do, the first thing that we uh, we do, we have several different uh, levels, of course, uh, that, that are involved. And something, this is not under Profit with Purpose, but one of the things we do, Marshall Silver, who's a business partner of mine, has been speaking on stages for 40 plus years, helping uh, people with their mindset. And so uh, I have the privilege to uh, host Turning Point events with him now. And so one thing we do is we offer a, a three-day live event where we help people change the relationship with and mindset around money. And so uh, being able to do that, just seeing people break through, regardless of whether they're in real estate or own other businesses or a W-2 employee or whatever it may be, it helps people adjust their mindset and uh, turn up their wantingness really to change their life in ways they never dreamed possible, all the way from making their relationships better to uh, increasing their income to building out a, a business or, or increasing their revenue. So that's one piece that we work on together. And then in the Profit with Purpose, it is centered 90% around real estate. We touch on mindset. It's 90% around real estate and automation. So the different things that we teach inside the Profit with Purpose are wholesaling, creative finance, how I bought 50 houses in 52 weeks at 22 years old and uh, built an over $25,000 a month passive income in a few months. And uh, that we, we break all of that down and show uh, beginners how to start from zero and get to that. And then the second thing we do is we teach automation and we don't just teach automation, we do automation. So uh, should you come to my offices, you would see I have team members who are doing, getting the projects done, getting the houses bought, getting the uh, rents collected, getting things done on all capacities. And I am 90% automated. I, I put less than 10 hours a week of my individual time into my single family real estate business. And that's what I want for people. I number one, want to see their relationship and mindset around money change to create additional income streams with profit, with purpose. And then secondly, I don't want it to just be an inc a, a uh, swapping one income stream that they put tons of time into for another income stream they put time into. But I want that, that income stream to not only grow beyond what they dream possible, but also I want it to be something they can replace themselves and automate. Because ultimately, if you put, spend less than 10 hours a week and you build a business that's bringing you five or 10 or 15 or even $100,000 a month, I mean, how many of those do you need to uh, have financial freedom? And that answer is different for everybody. Some people say, if I could just get $3,000 extra a month coming in, I would have financial freedom. And somebody else may say, I, I need, I need $100,000 to make a difference a month. And that's okay too. And we give people the tools in the toolbox to be able to accomplish that and to show them how to do it 
not just the information, but the step-by-steps to get there. And in the 30 days to 30K training program specifically, uh, we take them by the hand and we lead them through that process with daily action plans, daily accountability. And uh, even I've been known to get on a three-way call with a student and a seller and verbally negotiate the deal on behalf of the student right there. And the student go lock it up, get a contract and get a check. Which that's nice because it takes the pressure off of a new investor. 100%. And makes it a lot easier because once they have that first deal done, even though they had help with it, they have more confidence. Absolutely. And and ready to go. 100%. And we just recently had one. He had a a pre-screen deal from a VA. And he had uh, sent through on our one-on-one call, he sent through the the lead sheet. He said, Andrew, uh, you know, they're asking this price. What do you think? Can we call this? And I said, let's do it. And so we got on the phone together and I negotiated on his behalf as his uh, partner. And I uh, negotiated the deal and it was close enough to his house to go out there. And so he went out to the house, contracted the deal and uh, he he messaged me a couple of questions over the next three weeks. And then he sent me a picture of a $35,000 net profit wire he received into his bank account four weeks later. And uh, he was uh, he was pretty excited to say the least. And I say I, as his partner, as part of the program, I just did that for him. I didn't get any of that profit. That was 100% for him. Yet that, as you said, took all the pressure off of him uh, because he would tell you he would have screwed up the deal because he was nervous and he wasn't sure what to say. He had the tools, he had the scripts, but he was nervous. And so he was able to take that away and, and, uh, and see, see him get that $35,000 check uh, that changed his life tremendously. Well, and that gives him the confidence for the next deal. 100%. I was a little jealous because my first one wasn't 35 grand. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy for him. I was so happy for him. So that's what we love to see. That's what Profit with Purpose is all about, is seeing people's lives changed, seeing them get that first check or get that next check and seeing them be able to experience financial freedom and time freedom like they never knew was possible. I've seen people who have worked for years and years and years just to get to the end of many years of work and get their retirement check or social security check and go, Oh my gosh, I'll be working till I die. And to be able to give them a tool that in literally months, I was grossing over $25,000 a month in passive rents. And it's just a a miracle. I never knew before (laughs) a, a pathway that I never knew before even existed And so now to get to share that with others is definitely one of my passions and see their lives changed. I just love to see people doing well. And that's, that's so important. So important, especially in today's society where it seems like every time you turn around, we're living in the twilight zone. Isn't it crazy? (laughs) We live in interesting times, Elsa. (laughs) We We do. We do. Okay. Well, how do you go about helping others? Is it just training in this aspect, but, what about like sellers and buyers, you know, helping everybody around you? Yeah. So again, I want everybody I come in contact with, I want their life to be better because they met me. And obviously that goes all the way down to the grocery store, speaking a kind word, right? <laughs> Smiling at somebody when it looks like their day is going bad. 
And the profit with purpose, what we're able to do is you're exactly right. It 10X is what we was before doing when I was just buying and selling houses in my business. Uh, that was great. We was able to help you know, 50, 60, 70 people in a year that we buy from. And same thing when we go to sell to people. And it was a win-win. Yet now we get to experience that with uh, hundreds of students who are also going out and doing that same thing. And so the buyer's lives are, are, are helped, the seller's lives are helped, and our students' lives that we work with, their lives are transformed. Uh, the ones who put this stuff to work and see things begin to change. I'm Literally, I wish you could see the checks on my wall right now. I introduced a local police officer in my hometown where I lived for years in Evansville, Indiana, before I moved to Louisville. And um, this police officer had come up to me. And he said, Andrew, I've been watching you online and I want to know how to do what you do. And I just, I told him, I said, uh, and I, here's what the charge is for the training and here's what it is we do. And he, he just sent me a, uh, his first check was $7,000 on the wall behind me. And he's getting paid every month on that deal. Uh, cause it's a hold property. And his second check was $57,000. It's on the wall beside me. 57224 and 85 cents, I believe. And uh, he sent me a testimonial a few weeks ago. And he goes, the day you told me how much your training cost, I thought you were crazy. He said, I went home and I thought about it. And I realized that I've been working the same police job for 18 years and that I was the one who was crazy. Thank you for talking me into signing up for your training and changing my life. <laughs> and uh, love the guy, have a tremendous relationship with him. Now uh, he's a lifelong friend. He just sent me 13 houses last uh, night that he wants to partner on. And so to me, it's about that developing that relationship. His life has changed forever. When you, when you get a check one time, when somebody gets a check one time that exceeds their normal annual salary, or shoot, even comes close to their normal annual salary, wheels begin to turn in their head and a wallet once expanded as my business partner and friend Marshall Silver says will never be contracted and a mind once expanded will never be contracted and so uh seeing that change in people's lives seeing their finances changed and their uh, happiness improved and seeing them be able to have freedom to do things they never was able to before and always wanted to to me is what makes it worth it all. So I want everybody to win. And that's what Profit With Purpose is all about. It's what the 30K in uh, 30 days to 30K training is all about, helping people get there and get there quick. Well, how can others be a part of those programs or know more about those programs? Yes. So uh, you can go to reiwithpurpose.com. That's R-E-I. So real estate investing, reiwithpurpose.com is my website. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at schlagdrew, S-C-H-L-A-G, Drew, D-R-E-W. And you can find me on Facebook at Andrew Schlag. And uh, you go to my website, you'll see uh, the offering for uh, some of the trainings and different things. And then uh, there's very limited capacity for the one-on-one -on -one, uh, 30 days to 30K training and the other one-on-one -on -one stuff. And so uh, the only way for that is to message and set up a phone call. And uh, my team would reach out to you uh, to, uh, to have a phone call 
uh, interview you, ask a few questions, and uh, and then uh, you can apply to, to come into one of the one-on-one -on -one trainings. And uh, so, yes. Okay. What would you say you do to basically help others in your community? So there's several things we like to do. We've um, been honored to be a sponsor in the past of uh, the local Boy Scouts. We've been uh, uh, able to sponsor many different things, uh, including charities. And we never have been one to broadcast that a lot. Uh, I, I do love giving. And uh, so we, we give to lots of different uh, situations that are in need and, uh, and, and love doing that. And something else we are in the process uh, right now, actually, this is the first time I've announced it publicly, uh, but we are right now putting together a house giveaway. We are going to be giving away a house in the community to a family in need. And so uh, that will wow. be our biggest... Yeah, so it's going to be a lot of fun and uh, change somebody or somebody's lives forever in a big way. So up till now, uh, it's been about, you know, giving uh, at local churches and, and missions and charities and uh, and sponsoring different uh, great programs. And uh, just now we are launching the uh, the house giveaway that will be taking place for family in need. And then there's uh, several more big things in the work that I can't share publicly yet. But uh, any way that we can be a help and a blessing to somebody else, especially those who are in need, uh, we are big time into that. What would you say? Now, here's a good one for you. What would you say you do that is outside the box, or in other words, different than your competitors in your area? What separates you from any other real estate investor in your market? I like that question. And uh, so there's three capacities that I have, and, and this is a little uncomfortable for me to talk about because I'm not used to bragging on myself, Elsa. <laughs> but I, I uh -oh. guess I... I'll get over it. So uh, the first thing I do is I'm actually doing the business I'm teaching. Uh, we always uh, do our absolute best to tell it like it is. If you don't make a promise you can't keep, then you don't have to worry about keeping one you made. And so I will only make a promise I can keep. And uh, so the first thing is, is just always be transparent. And second thing is I'm doing what I teach. So, you know, there's some folks who, who uh, um, do things uh, and don't teach them or some that teach them and don't do them. And I'm, I've been blessed to be trained by some of the best who do them and teach them. And that's what I have uh, emulated. I buy houses, I sell houses, I own a portfolio, I do lots of cool stuff. I have an amazing team and I'm automated and that's what I'm teaching and showing others how to do. Uh, so the first thing I do, I just try to live out the best I can, help everybody I can. And then secondly, I practice what I preach. I do it and, uh, and share with others how to do it. And I found that uh, really comes through with the one-on-one -on -one, uh, students is they begin to see that. And they love the fact that they get to work with somebody who don't have a hypothetical of here's what I would do if I were you. 
they literally can work with someone who's doing it today. I just I have two interviews next week for two more team members. I just hired another acquisition just a month ago. Uh, so, you, you know, you begin to see all that. You begin to hear all that and, uh, and, and, and see it in action. And it really translates through as uh, you begin to duplicate what someone else does you most generally get similar results. And that's what I like to be an example for others to be able to do. Awesome. Do you, now you mentioned you do a lot of automation. Yes. Automating your entire business. You mentioned VA. And for those who don't know, that means virtual assistant. Yes. Thank you. Uh, How much do you use virtual assistants in your business? We use them quite a bit. Uh, I will say this. For the beginning uh, stages of my business, they were vital. If I wouldn't have had VAs when I started in this business, I don't think I would have ever bought a house because it didn't take me very many calls until I said, <laughs> this is not for me. <laughs> and so the the few dollars really that, that, you know, hundreds of dollars in a way sounds like a lot. Yet when you realize what all a VA does for you, they are absolute key to your business. And frankly, you will be using them for the whole time you're doing deals. Now, I will confess, I don't use as many hours of VA time as I used to, since I do have more in-house staff, yet I still have VAs that I use. And uh, I, I love having them because no lead flow means no business. And if you don't have most people, if you don't have VAs, you're not going to have any lead flow or any business. Well, I can attest for that, knowing the virtual assistant business rather well myself. (laughs) Absolutely. One of the best, Elsa. I love it. (laughs) Well, thank you. So what other systems or programs do you use as an automation? Do you use like certain online programs and stuff for marketing or other forms of automating? Yes. So I have uh, I have a team who does Google ads for me, a team who does Facebook ads for me. I have a uh, team who does postcard mailings for me, actually, <laughs> including pre-screening. And then I, uh, I have uh, several other types of marketing that we do uh, on a consistent basis. And uh, I have uh, very good software that we use to make sure that everybody is tracked and everything is followed up on. Again, it comes down to good software, good VAs, and a good team. And in the beginning, it's going to be good software and good VAs and you or me in the case when I started. And then as you grow that, you get another deal and another deal and another deal. And you get an acquisitions manager before long. You're on a trip at a mastermind somewhere and your acquisitions is texting you, look at this house we just bought. And that's where you want to be. Do you recommend any particular CRM? Uh, There is a couple of them. Uh, One of my uh, friends and mentors uses uh, Dreams. That's a real good one. Uh, Also, uh, we've had great success with that one. Also, we uh, we have one called Freedom Soft uh, that we've been hearing rave reviews about. So there's a couple of them on there. Uh, you wander around my website, ariwithpurpose.com. Long enough, you'll likely find links to both of those. Awesome. Well, 
I thank you for being on here tonight. It's been great spending time with you. I'd also like to give a shout out to our sponsor, Logical Choice Realty, your logical choice for all your real estate needs, including buying, selling, investing, and property management. And a quick good luck to Chase Elliott and Team Hendricks in NASCAR's playoff race this weekend at Charlotte Roval. Wish I was there. Don't forget to think outside the box to reach your next level of success. And may God bless you and may God bless this USA. Thank you so much. It's been so great to have you join us this week. Outside the Box with Elsa is broadcast live every Friday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again soon. 